0: Yo, good, (laughs) yo, good morning. Hey, welcome to The Driving Show. Let's talk, oh, oh, speaking of driving. So, all right, hey, real quick, if you haven't ever been on the show before, if you're just first time tuning in, uh, The Driving Show is the name of the show. My name is John Hammer, and we're going to hear, we're going to spend the next hour or so talking about cars and car things and whatnot. So you're going to love this story. So I had to uh, I had to go to Indianapolis last week for the PRI show. But then after the show, then I had to do a quick run over to uh, Metro Detroit. So I went over to Detroit, and I was Ubering. So I'm from Detroit originally, and uh, my brother and I had dinner on Monday night of last week. Yeah, it was Monday night. And it's snowing, and quite a bit. I mean, the the snowstorm we got, depending on what side of the metro you're on, five to six inches of snow. I mean, it was a pretty good-sized snow. So so I'm getting my Uber ride back, and and he loses it. Just straight up. I mean, the guy loses it. The car starts to pitch to the right. I'm in the backseat, and we're in a Toyota RAV4. And I'm assuming, by the way it snapped, it was not an all-wheel drive car. It must have been a front-wheel drive car. Because the rear end kicks out, and we start aiming towards the guardrail on the right-hand side. And I'm like, okay, I have no control over this. And then he stabs on the brakes and he transfers the weight and he jerks the wheel back and of course it's all in the snow and he slides back completely the other way 180 degrees the other way so now we're completely sideways facing oncoming traffic thank you lord jesus that nobody ran into us but it was exciting for sure right so (laughs) you ready for this one we get back to my hotel and the guy looks at me and he goes uh five five star rating right five star rating (laughs) No, absolutely not no you're not getting a five-star rating from me you almost killed me out there you clown anyhow i'm glad i don't have to drive in snow very often anymore you know that's that yeah now uh, coming up later today in the show, we've got a lot of cool things going on here. Uh, I mentioned I was at the Performance Racing Industry Show in Indianapolis last weekend. Uh, posted some really great pictures on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, hashtag the Driving Show at the Driving Show on Instagram, TheDrivingShow.com, on Facebook. Get you over to Facebook. Uh, it's all really great stuff. Uh, got a chance to run into oh Adam Andretti uh, was there for you know you've probably seen him racing in the uh, the Trans Am Series and TA two. He's so much. Fun to watch. He's so exciting, and we're going to get a chance to chat with him coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Max Pappas was there. His his company is MPI, uh, Max Pappas International. He makes steering wheels and and and, uh, and safety equipment. And so Max's wife Tatiana is Emerson Fittipaldi's daughter. Did you follow me on that one? She's going to tell us all about the steering wheels and what makes theirs. Not just uh, arguably better, but why any steering wheel has so much science behind it. That's going to be an interesting conversation coming up. Ran into Brock Yates Jr. from the One Lap of America. We'll hear from him. He's always uh, insulting in the best possible way. And last week we talked about how you should store your car for the winter, right? Today, we've got some tips on how to keep your car running all winter long if you're not putting the car away, if you're actually going to run the car all year long, if it's your winter car, or whatnot, if you just got one car, what can you do to make sure it's going to be the best? So we've got all that coming up and a whole lot more, plus a driving show song of the week, and I mean, just just great, great, great stuff coming up. But right now, it's time for us to jump right on into it, and let's get to the news! The News! <laughs> Now, when I was a kid, and I'm in my late 40s now, the TV show Chips was on. You remember Chips with Ponch and John? Right. Well, there was an episode that I always remembered as a kid thinking, whoa, man, that was really cool. Um, It was an episode where they did a stunt where an MG midget, and it was specifically an MG midget Midget because it was so tiny, and actually drove underneath the trailer of a semi, of a tractor trailer setup, right? If you remember in Smoky and the Bandit, they did the same stunt right there where the top of Sheriff Buford T. Justice's police car got torn off. In the real world, though, those are very bad accidents. Those are deadly accidents. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration admits that the industry can do better. More than 200 people are killed every year in those accidents where they slide underneath a big rig. But they can be prevented by special guards that actually allow the car to essentially bounce off the side of the truck instead of sliding up underneath it. In fact, would you believe, since the late 1980s, exactly those same types of guards have been required in Europe? A report by NBC News shows that when actress Jane Mansfield was killed in a crash with a big rig, it wasn't until almost 50 years later that rear bumper bars were required on trucks. Here's hoping that this legislation they're trying to put through right now, here's hoping it doesn't it doesn't take that long to pass. It only makes sense. It works in Europe, guys. It's a good idea to do it here in the United States. The holiday season is here. We are all out going shopping, and that has criminals getting on the bandwagon to steal your stuff. Police say that bad guys operate in three ways when they're looking for their targets, and this may help you from becoming a victim. First, they call it the pocketbook dive. When you pull into a parking space, if you happen to have a, a, a wallet or if you're a lady got a purse, and if you tuck it underneath the seat of your car, you bend over a little bit. Well, guess what? Criminals might be watching you, and they see you doing it, and so they know that when you leave the car... You've left something important in the car, tucked up underneath the, uh, the seat there, and away they can go. They can come over and take your stuff. The other one, they call him the troller. He'll be driving around the parking lot, making it look like he's trying to find a spot to park in, but in reality, he's actually looking for cars full of things to steal in plain sight. Finally, it's somebody they call the door checker. And yep, he simply walks between cars and checks to see what doors are unlocked. And they help themselves to stuff that you've got inside the car. So protect yourself from those bad guys this Christmas season. Don't leave anything visible in your car. Uh, Don't let anything, you know, be be seen through your windows. Park in a well-lit and visible spot. And make sure that you lock your car. Now finally here's the last story here and did you happen to catch uh, the uh, the football game the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts last Sunday night. That was the game where they played literally in the middle of a blizzard. 8 inches of snow fell during the ball game. Now, later that night, Ruth Mendofic, sorry Ruth, I know I'm butchering your name, was having dinner with her kids and her dad in a Buffalo restaurant. When they went to leave, their car, no surprise here, was stuck in the snow. It wasn't going anywhere. They couldn't get it out. A man stopped to help. One of the waitresses from the restaurant tried to lend a hand, and nothing. They couldn't get any get the car out of there. Until the waitress said, hold on, I'll go get the Bills. Everybody's looking around like, what's going on here? A minute later, she comes back with a bunch of Buffalo Bills football players. They had come into this particular restaurant after the game. They came for dinner. So they all came out, they got to pushing, got the car loose for her. What a crazy story, isn't it? It's, it's all over the local news up in the area up there. It's very cool. You gotta know, this lady's kids, and it said in the story uh, that she has four kids. She has two sets of twins. Wow. Can you believe that? Um, You know her kids are totally eating it up, right? They're going to school going, the Buffalo Bills pushed our car out of a snowstorm. That was pretty cool. That was really, really neat. All right, it's time for us to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about my time last weekend at the Performance Racing Industry Show. We're going to hear from Brock Yates Jr., Tatiana Pappas, and Adam Andretti. That is all next. Right here on The Driving Show, I'm John Hammer. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're back Saturday morning on the Driving Show. Good morning, I'm John Hammer. Great, uh, great day talking about cars. Any Saturday you get to talk about cars, a good day, right? But last weekend I was at the Performance Racing Industry Show in Indianapolis. Now it's run by the same folks who run SEMA, and it's similar, uh, although this is more specifically uh, just for racing parts and racing uh racing things. So it's all just racing where, you know, Sema is all aftermarket stuff. Uh this is specifically for motorsports and there's a whole lot of fun to walk around the show and uh it's about uh it's a good size show. I mean, they they say 50,000 people show up to this thing. And that's uh, definitely a, a good group of folks. As I was walking around, happened to get a chance to run into uh, Adam Andretti. And Adam is one of those great guys. He's, you know, he just been, you know, obviously comes from a famous family, but he's doing it his own way. And he does, when he races, I mean, have you watched him in, in the Trans Am series, especially so much excitement. I mean, you just, you always know that he's given it everything he's got, driving it over the car's limits. And that's what really makes him so much fun to watch on track
1: he is an exciting show oh wow well thank you john that's a, that's a heck of a compliment um you know i we just try to go do our thing i i, I have i have such a passion for driving I, I love to drive i love to drive and and i've had wonderful opportunities to be able to drive competitive stuff and and it when you're in competitive stuff you really get to kind of showcase what you're all about right. so um so anytime i get the opportunity you know they come few and far between, so you just try to take advantage of it and, and jump on it and make the best of it. So thank you very much for the compliment. No, I appreciate for
0: real, man. But, but you know, it, it's, it's true though, because there are some guys that you watch on track, and you know there are guys that go through an entire career and they make it to pro level stuff, and they're great drivers. But they don't make fans go, "Oh, that's my guy." I mean, let's be perfectly honest, man. I mean, you've got people that go, "You're my guy," and
1: that's that's gotta feel pretty cool. Oh, it's it's an honor. I mean, it's humbling, you yeah. know, in so many ways, because uh, you know that's what you do it for. You know, we're entertainers, ultimately. Sure. We want We want to put it's on true. a good show. Yeah. I mean, we're we're selfish in the sense that we want to perform for our own needs, yeah. but uh, but you want to put on a show at the same time and. And I talked to my other competitors about that, you know, how much fun we have and the show that we get to put on. And uh, getting ready to add to that a little bit, you know, next week at Lake Elsinore, California, I'm making my Stadium Super Truck debut.
0: Are you really? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, now there's another one of those series where, man, with you and those vehicles, that could be really cool because that's a great show.
1: Yeah, we're really, really excited, Um, you know, big thanks to United Fiber Data and, and Data and UF, UFD there with Bill Hines and um, and Robbie Gordon for putting that deal together. I got support from Engineer Components Company still and Anchor Bolt, and Screws, so really excited. Yeah, I mean, that is some of the most exciting form of motorsport going on right now, is the stadium super trucks. Robbie's really got a, a gem there, and and the opportunity for it to be presented to myself and, and the way that it came about, you know, because Andretti Autosport and UFD, I've had this great relationship for many years, and I got to know Bill through that, and Bill's like, you know, what do you think about Stadium Super Trucks? <laughs> I'm like, well, I would love to do it. Yeah. So we, we went and tested a couple months ago at have oh, so yeah. All right, yep, yeah. And it went really, really well. And Have I, you ever jumped a vehicle before? We have a side-by-side. We have a Yamaha YXE 1000R, <laughs> and and we've we jumped that. We've launched that down at the Robinson's Ranch, you know, at Gar's Ranch. and. And we've had a lot of fun with that that vehicle. So that's been my only experience jumping. I got to do a test drive in a monster truck, back in August. Wow, what was that like? Violent, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, I can honestly say it's probably the most difficult thing I've ever driven. Yeah, it has no feel to it. You know, it's not like what you're used to as a driver with the feel. But uh, but it was interesting. It was yeah. fun to get to do it. I you know, Feld Entertainment it was very gracious to let me come do that and be a part of that. And. We'll see if that develops into anything in the future, and going to do a couple of those shows. But, uh, but yeah, I like jumping stuff. You yeah. know, it's fun. And, and what's what's really always intrigues me is, you know, there's very few things in our in this sport, in this great sport, that my family hasn't already accomplished. Right. And Trans Am was one of those. So we went there and we 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 did we did our family really proud there and, and had a great great um, you know time with, with, with Trans Am and and the success we had there. And, no one no one in my family's ever done any of this off-road stuff um Baja's a serious goal of mine you know, so these are some things that I really kind of attack, you know, and that, that, that's why, you know, look over here at World Challenge is very attractive as well because, again, no one in my family has done this. We can go leave legacies everywhere yeah. is, is kind of the goal, and, and we've done a really good job of being able to do that. We're blessed to be able to do that. Let's,
0: since you mentioned World Challenge, we're actually standing here at the World Challenge booth. We've got the guys chatting behind us here, but we're standing right next to this brand new Callaway Corvette C7 GT3R. You were giving it quite the once-over.
1: It's it's an amazing car. I mean, this is a this is one of those cars that you could sit here and stare at all day. Uh, Callaway does beautiful work. They always have, um, you know, their carbon layouts second to none. But uh, but yeah, it's I can I can admire these as works of art as much as they are race cars. And um, you know, this 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 is uh, this is a whole nother level. Um, you know, from a financial commitment. But uh, but yeah, they're, they're really beautiful cars and, and wish them all the best. And I think they're going to be incredibly successful. They got two very talented drivers that they're going to have behind the wheel of this thing this year. And, and I think they're going to have a lot of success. So excited just to get to see it. Yeah, you right. know, I, I, That's what I love about the PRI show, the Performance Racing Industry Trade Show. It just gives us so, many, so much exciting eye candy to yeah. look at when you're a racer. And, and this is one of the fun things that, that we get to be here and, and check out.
0: And walking around the show, I saw this big display full of steering wheels. MPI is Max Pappas International. Yes, that same Max Pappas. And Max's wife, Tatiana, is, do you know, do you know the story? She's uh, Emerson Fittipaldi's daughter. But here in Mooresville, North Carolina, where we live, uh, she's just a, another soccer mom trying to make sure that, you know, her kids get to school on time. Uh, but they really know what goes on when it comes to steering wheels. And that's why I wanted to stop by and, and ask her about not just the steering wheels, but the show in general, PRI. Why is it so important to be here?
2: Our focus for our company is mainly
0: on safety. Yeah, well, and I love what you talk about education wise, because you're right. So many folks take I mean, you look at a steering wheel and you go, hey, it's round. Well, it's how, a steering well, wheel. lucky to be. Yeah. It's a steering wheel, right? But there is. There's a lot to it. Tell me about what makes MPI wheels different.
2: So what makes MPI different is um, the way we build our steering wheels. Um, it's done with a U-channel, and the spoke is, it goes inside the U-channel. The spoke has a little bit of a wing, so that helps distribute the weight evenly around the wheel so that it gives, um, it gives on impact either completely or it gives and comes back but it does that not with just any little hit or with a mega hit that it should have given before like we study you know the weight distribution the amount of impact that it is the correct amount for it to give. There's actual
0: science involved There's, in a steering yes. wheel. Who knew?
2: There's a lot of science involved. And that's and that's why this the PRI show is great is because of that. Cuz we can show people that science.
0: And that's great too because you don't normally have maybe the, the amount of time to explain that in a maybe in a more casual setting here folks are actually legitimately interested.
2: Yeah, and if you see like I mean, I know people can't see it, but we have all our like what I call our dissected wheels. Yeah that we just like to show people what's inside because I don't think we any of us get a chance to really look what's inside some of these products. So we do that so people actually can see for themselves the MPI difference.
0: And how do we get them?
2: So you can get it through many of our dealers, Motor States, Barents, JEGS, a lot of local dealers um, through MPI um, ourselves um, and, or just call our office 704-208-4344. We have a test program which is really cool. We allow anybody to test any of our wheels for free. They just pay shipping to and from our shop. Uh, they get to keep it for like 10 days so they can literally try a wheel in their hands before making the purchase. Because we understand that you know budgets can be tight and you might want to spend the money on new tires or you know something else so we want to make sure that you like your
0: product for all the money that we spend as racers we are notoriously cheap bastards
2: yep absolutely yes and sometimes cheap and the things that you shouldn't like a steering wheel because you don't you're not educated enough in in knowing what it what is inside of a wheel
0: and I have to tell you, a handful of years ago, I was absolutely blessed to become a factory driver for SRT, Street and Racing Technology, which which is now the, the high-performance division of Dodge. But at the time, it was its own division, and through that, I got to race... In the Tire Rack One Lap of America, presented by Grassroots Motorsports Magazine, along with my co-driver Marco Denitz, would you believe we actually won our class? Yeah, first time uh, that we ran the thing, and and we actually won it. And uh, from that event, I, I became great friends with uh, Brock Yates Jr. Yes, he's the son of that Brock Yates and Brock Jr. now runs the show for One Lap of America and it's always fun to uh, see what he's up to. I I'm wasting
3: space, taking up other people's oxygen and uh, trying to trying to have some fun.
0: Right. So, well, you know, talk to me about next year. Let's talk about One Lap of America for 2018.
3: One Lap we've coming along. We actually it's coming along wonderfully and, and pr- pretty much better without you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> now we've got uh, we're all ready for next year. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start and finish in South Bend, Indiana again at the tire rack. And the first day, we're probably gonna go off to, after our wet skid pad there, gonna go off to Autobahn Country Club. Love it, great track. And that'll be the same day Saturday. Then down to Gateway, where we're gonna do road course and the drag strip. Over to Hallett, which is everybody's favorite little racetrack. Uh, over to High Plains in uh, Denver, which uh, are uh, built for racers by racers. Down to Motorsport Ranch, Crescent, which is just a lovely little place in Texas. Of course, it's 760 miles to get there, and people are going to wow. get wow. That's,
0: that's a, a good, huge no, transit. Huge, no, Come on,
3: God, you, everybody's wimps. In the old days, we'd go 1,000 <laughs> miles without any problem. 8,000 miles in eight days, and everybody's saying, "Let's go again." All right, and then we're going off to Nola, yeah, and uh, back up to NCM, okay, yeah. and finish with the dry uh, skid padded Tire Rack. Wow. And, it's, I think it's a really good route. That's going to
0: be a lot of fun. Now,
3: is the mileage? Same thing, around oh, three, 3, 5 miles. I like So it's, it's, yeah, that what one night in Texas. But what else are you going to do in Texas but drive?
0: Yeah, right. I mean, there's nothing else there. <laughs> <laughs> gotta really have to talk to anybody. No, not kidding. I got to tell you guys, for, it was one of the greatest adventures that I've ever done. And ever since then, since I ran my, my my one lap of America, I've wanted to do it again. I've just never been able to put it together again. One thing you know, that pesky day job getting in the way, I can't take a week off and whatnot, but you've got guys that have done this for years and years and years. Years and years.
3: Well, Mike Hickman is 26 years in the same car. Uh, The Doublers have been doing it since, oh God, they're 20 plus years. Howard's 20 years. We've got, I bet we have 10, 12 people that we've done it 20 years. They might have way too much free time or nobody likes them or something, but we love to have them. And and, uh, this year we've got 30 new entries already. Wow. I mean, people I've never seen before. And and, and we'll have all the veterans back, and uh, we're, uh, we think it'll be fun. Very
4: cool.
3: And you're, of course, welcome if you can ever figure out, you know, how to get out of your driveway without hurting yourself.
0: <laughs> uh, sometimes I wonder, with friends like that, right? <laughs> so PRI, the Performance Racing Industry Show, they do it, again, every, uh, every January or every December, I guess it is, every December in... Um, in Indianapolis, and while it's pretty chilly, it's a great place to go. If you are a gearhead, if you're into motorsports, uh, you definitely want to go, and you can go. Uh, unlike SEMA, which is completely closed, you can actually get a ticket and go to the PRI show, Show, and I highly recommend it. You just never know who you're going to run into. All right, it's time for us to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for our driving show song of the week. It's uh, you know a little bit sad, but an awfully cool song. Oh, we'll explain all that when we come back. Stand by. We're taking a quick break and we'll return with more of The Driving Show. Welcome back to The Driving Show. I'm John Hammer, and in a previous life, I was a radio personality, like a regular old-fashioned music radio personality guy. And when I was, oh man, this was probably, what, late 80s, early 1990s? I was, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I was, look, I, I loved anything that had anything to do with music, but the Smithereens were one of those bands that just really spoke to me. And songs like you know, you know, blood and roses, and um, the, the, the house was the house we used to live in. Was a great song, a sad story. Just a couple of days ago, their lead singer Pat DiNizio actually passed away, only 62 years old. I know, right? That is way too young. Uh, the story in, in the news didn't say uh, what what the cause of death was, but no matter what it was, way, way, way too young, man. Way too young. So on today's driving show song of the week, we've got to go with the Smithereens. Too man and it sounds fantastic it's a girl like you here on The Driving Show the song of the week. I
4: used to travel in the shadows and of-
0: Saw those guys play twice uh, over the years in this little dive bar, little little rock and roll club in Metro Detroit. It was called The Ritz in Roseville, right on Gratiot Avenue. We'd cruise Gratiot Avenue, and we'd go hang out there. That was great. Saw the smithereens twice. Um... Best wishes for uh, Pat DiNizio and his, his friends and family. He passed away earlier this week. Only 62 years old, man. But boy, that voice, just great stuff. Great stuff. Time for us to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to keep your car running smoothly and safely and reliably through the wintertime. We'll do that next right here on The Driving Show. Hang tight. We'll be right back.
3: Hey, it's me, Steven Yancey. you see me on Barrett-Jackson and Junkyard Goals. I'm here hanging out with John Hammer on The Driving Show.
0: Oh, Saturday morning, back at it here on The Driving Show. Good morning to you. I'm John Hammer. You can always reach out to us online at uh, thedrivingshow.com. Thedrivingshow.com takes you to our Facebook page and on Instagram at The driving show always you're always welcome to come hang out with us over there and last week you know we talked about how to store your car for the winter I've got a car that goes away I know lots of you have uh, enthusiast cars and we just simply don't drive them in the cold weather wet weather rainy weather snowy weather things like that it makes sense. But you do have to drive something through the wintertime. So today, we're talking about tips on how to keep your car running all winter long if you aren't going to put it away. And, you know, some basic common sense stuff. Most of it comes right on down to maintenance. You know, I've been really blessed that I've been, uh, I don't know if I call this blessed or not, I've owned some really crappy cars over the years, and I've had to keep them running over the wintertime. And so I've learned firsthand some of the things that really work best for me. Uh, I have had a, a line of winter beaters when I used to live up in michigan uh, i had i used to have this old 320i bmw uh that had a um i'm not making this up it had an old street sign that i had pounded down to replace the rusted out floor no kidding that car was interesting that car kept having um uh the um what do you call it? the brake or uh, the no, well the brake fluid reservoir it was shared for the clutch it was one shared one for the clutch and so that was leaking and so i always lose my clutch pedal yeah that was pretty bad I always had to fill that back in uh, and then i had an old saab 900 Yeah, right? I had a Saab 900 that was my winter beater. That car was actually really fantastic. It was a great winter car. So, what do we do to keep your car moving well in the wintertime? The same thing I did with those cars maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. All right, things like rubber bits, that is so important, radiator hoses water lines check those things out and see what kind of shape they're in if they're feeling a little spongy if they've got some you know some 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 bulges in them if you can see that they're starting to dry rot you definitely want to replace things like hoses and water lines and depending on your car you can have some smaller ones too that are you know part of the whole you know water cooling system those lines are the ones that maybe get tucked up underneath an exhaust manifold or something. you don't necessarily see them I'm telling you, that's going to be the one that blows on you. It will be. That'll be the one at the worst possible time. It's going to freeze and crack, and it's going to give out. So keep an eye on that. Serpentine belts. Absolutely, hundred percent. Make sure that your belts are in good shape. If they're dry, if they start to crack out, if they start to, uh, you know, again, like a like a hose or even a tire for that matter, if they start to dry rot, that's when the cold weather really hurts them and makes them even worse um that's just it's so crucial to keep an eye on that stuff hoses that connect things like the windshield washer reservoir to the sprayers i know it sounds silly but it's true um and since we're gonna take a look at hoses check out your brake lines as well if you've still got factory brake lines on your car the the rubber ones same thing those things dry out they crack they wear out after all those years out in the weather wiper blades super important make sure you've got fresh ones because when do we realize that we need wiper blades when we're trying to use them right so fix them replace them before you actually think you need them it's okay if they're a couple of months early you're not going to hurt anything in fact it's actually a good thing to have good ones on there and then the same things go with tires I actually had um, uh, had a, a set of tires on an old Mazda Miata that I owned and the tires didn't have a lot of miles on them, but they were dry rotted. The sidewalls started to crack on them. And it's so important, especially in this cold weather, that you, you replace those things. If you don't, if, if you can't drive those things through, if you look at them and you can clearly see that they're dry rotted on the side, man, you guys, I, and even if it's, this is like one of those deals where, and, and I usually made fun of like my father-in-law for stuff like this. He'd say, tires, you just got to be black and round, black and round. I will say that even the the most inexpensive tire that's new is still better than a good tire that's old. Keep that in mind and be vigilant, all right? If your car sits outside in the cold, pay attention to all those little things and you'll be in pretty good shape. Battery too, by the way. Batteries don't like cold weather and that can, if it starts to fade out on you, it's not going to get much better, all right? You figure you can probably get four, maybe five years out of a battery. That's about it. If you're getting close on it, uh, that's going to do it, all right? So those tips, good tips for you. I've also got them posted online, thedrivingshow.com, over at our Facebook page and on Instagram at The Driving Show. Time for us to take a quick break, you guys. On the other side of this, it's time for our Driving Show Motorsports update and why are women angry at Formula One? What? There's more to this story. We'll get it for you coming up next. Stand by. This is The Driving Show. I'm John Hammer, and we'll return in just a moment. This is The Driving Show. My name is John Hammer. I'm your host. Thanks for being with us, guys. We're talking about cars today. In fact, it's time for us to jump right on in and talk with the fastest ones. It's time for our motorsports update. And now for your listening pleasure. Woo! <laughs> sure, and I'll tell you what, William Byron is just a great kid, the NASCAR Xfinity Series champion has just done a phenomenal job. It's been fun to watch him race, and uh, and it's great to see that he is so excited and, and, and taking his stuff seriously, but not losing focus on on the, the fun factor uh, that there is with actually you know coming to to race in a great series like that. It's been a crazy couple years. Um, you know, I really just wanted to win a truck race, and then it was after that I was wanting to win the second one and then win a championship and then you know you progress through your goals and obviously your goal as a kid um when everyone asks you what you want to be you know i want to be a race car driver and um but it wasn't a realistic goal to think that i was going to do that so it all came together over a short period of time and um if you would ask me five years ago, would I be driving race cars in the Cup Series, it's, I would say you're crazy, so it's pretty cool. Similar thing with Christopher Bell, Camping World Truck Series champion. Again, young kid, has the opportunity to move on up to bigger and better things, and uh, and it's just been a lot of fun uh, watching him race as well. Anytime you go race with the World of Outlaws and you race against guys like Donnie Schatz and Darren Pittman, you're, uh, those are professional race car drivers, and they're the best at what they do. and cup race car drivers are professional race car drivers and they're the best at what they do so i feel like my my background has guided me to race against professionals and i've been doing that for a very long time so moving up into the xfinity series where you get to race against a lot of cup drivers is something that it's going to be difficult but i'm looking forward to the to the task. Staying with the NASCAR theme for a little while, Kurt Busch has finally signed a contract extension with Stuart haas Racing. It was just what oh gosh, it was like 2 weeks ago. He was saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to I'm I don't want to be anywhere else." But nobody had signed any contracts. Finally got it done just a couple of days ago. Monster Energy stays on the car as well. Uh, as well, You remember, you know, last year he won the Daytona 500. Unfortunately, he got bumped out in the first round of the playoffs uh, earlier this year. But uh, you know what? This guy's been great. 29 career wins. He's got a cup championship. And he stays with the team that he really wanted to stay with. I'm glad they were able to get that uh, worked out. That was pretty important. And then, you know, we were talking about... Sometimes people just do things that make you wonder, huh? What were you guys thinking? The FIA, Formula One sanctioning body, and and the group that sanctions you know motorsports all over the world, has caused a big stink here in the last oh week or so. They have a group that's called the Women in Motorsport Commission, and its job is supposed to be to help women become more involved in motorsports. But what they've done this past week or so got a lot of people. Honestly, they got their Nomex in a bunch. They've appointed Carmen Jorda to the commission. She's a racer in the GP3 series. Now, I got to tell you some statistics about her because this is important to the story. In three years in GP3 series, she has never qualified in the top 20, right? But more importantly, Jorda recently said that she doesn't believe that women can compete with men in motorsports. In fact, let's go right over. Let's see if I can dig this up. Here's here's the comment. She says... Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. She says, quote, They think because we are driving a car, we are on the same level as men, which is completely not true, because we will never be the same as them. I have had to fight through many things to get to the top of the sport, just because I am a woman, and that is not fair. Uh, huh (laughs) now last i checked the car doesn't know whether you got mommy parts or daddy parts it only knows whether or not you're cranking on the wheel and standing on the pedals the same way right Pippa Mann, who has raced in the IndyCar series and run a bunch of Indy 500s, in fact, Pippa has the 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 great honor of being the first woman to ever drive 230 miles per hour at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. She says, "quote Against this backdrop of current and rising female talent, it is extremely disappointing to learn that a racer with no notable results in any of the categories in which she has competed, and who believes and is quoted as saying that she does not believe we as female racers can compete, has been appointed." to the FIA Women in Motorsport Commission. She says, following, To me personally, the appointment of someone with these core beliefs to a committee meant to further the cause of women in racing is incredibly disheartening and represents a true step backwards from the FIA. Most worrying of all, one wonders whether this appointment is in any way truly representative of their beliefs toward female athletes competing in motorsport in general that's pippa man that's a big deal now the argument is, why didn't they put in somebody like Pippa Man, for instance, or, I mean, Christina Nielsen. I mean, for goodness sake, she's just won her second uh, WeatherTech championship this year. She's phenomenal, right? Um, Catherine Leg won a couple of races in the, the GTD class this year. Brittany Force is the champion in top fuel NHRA, and yet they've got someone that they put in the FIA who hasn't even qualified in a top 20. In her race who has openly said that she doesn't think that women are as competitive as men in motorsports. I really want to know what you think. Why don't you get on our Facebook page and let us know. TheDrivingShow.com takes you over to our Facebook page, and you can go right on, on there. I've got a There's actually a, a, a link to the story on there. Go on there. Let me know what you think, because I'd like to know what, what you've always thought about, what's your, your take on women in motorsports. Will the FIA back down on this and put somebody else in this woman's place? We don't know. But right now, they're catching an awful lot of grief for what they've done. All right, you guys. It's pretty much going to wrap things up for us. Uh, we've got to you know, basically get on out of here. Um, uh, I want to thank everybody who is on the show today. Adam Andretti, it was great to hear from you. Tatiana Pappas from MPI Steering Wheels. Brock Yates Jr. from One Lap of America. And coming up next week, we're going to talk to a former Cup Series pit crew member, Patrick Bernal. Now, Pat's a buddy of mine, and actually I ran into him at the PRI show last weekend. We're going to talk to him about NASCAR's new pit crew rules. We have lost another pit crew member but nascar believes that this is going to be a good thing so we'll see what happens there when we come on up there with next week uh, next week on the show and at the same time guys in between shows you can always catch us online at thedrivingshow.com. takes you over to our facebook page and on instagram at the driving show hashtag the driving show all across social media, and I always love hearing from you guys in between the show, all right? Take care. Have a great, safe week. Stay warm wherever you are, and uh, I will see you next Saturday morning right here at the same time for another episode of The Driving Show. My name is John Hammer, and I will see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Drive safely.